five, four, three, two, one. Energize with Ross and Barry. We're back. Yeah. Number on four. the lads. Number four. Podcast number four. Yeah. I have four fingers up in the air because I'm used to doing it on the videos. Yeah. <laughs> it's good. Uh, by the way, the UFC video got a great reaction again. Not really surprised now because uh, there's a huge UFC following following us. Uh, right. Yeah. Well, Barry, tell us what went down this week. What what has happened since the lab last podcast? Okay. <laughs> um, the first thing was Roscoe. Roscoe was in the Jameson Distillery and he ran into a few social few media the heads, few social media influencers that you now call best friends. Do you want to explain what happened? Um, yeah. So basically, I was in work and next thing you know. Rob Lips is there, Max Tuning, and Ben Key, the videographer, and I was like, oh, how's it going, lads? Got to talk to him. Uh, I actually think Rob Lips is going off to Marbella soon before I beat it. Uh, Max Tuning's gone back to America, and I think Ben's gone with Rob. Uh, look, those guys, they're put out fantastic content if you're at the gym and fitness. Yeah, they're absolutely smashing, aren't they? It's, yeah, it's, they are. It's actually good to see someone that's so local doing mm. so well. Unbelievably well. Yeah, he couldn't be doing any better for himself. Stays very humble, real nice guy, very friendly and approachable. So if you do ever see him, don't be afraid to come and say hello to him. Yeah, if you if you don't follow him, make sure you check out his stuff. He's uh, absolutely smashing it. It's it's really good to see. Um, also, that leads us into the Friday's big game. We went to see Leinster play the Scarlets, and uh, we were actually we actually got front row seats, but uh, unfortunately we didn't get the win. No, it was it was actually very disappointing. I wasn't impressed with the performance, but look. Let's not harp on too much negativity. Yeah. That was actually the first game we went and they lost as well. That was... Yeah, I think that was like our ninth game this year. <laughs> oh, Die hard Leicester Yeah, fans. it just never got going. Unfortunately, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then uh, also on Saturday we posted a photograph, uh, well a picture we got made for us by Peter Larkin. Peter Larkin follows us, he's from Derry. Uh, we've linked him on our Instagram. Yeah, this uh, is all going down on the gram, guys. Yeah. Uh, it was definitely like a, a brilliant drawing. Oh, it was classroom. Uh, he has Barry in an Ireland jersey and he has me in a Man United jersey with UFC gloves on. And yeah, he, he sort of captured us very well. Hit the nail we've on. never actually met the fella. Yeah, hit the nail on the head. Yeah, also, if you listen to this and you do any artwork, if you want to send us it on, we'll definitely shout yeah. you out. Especially if it's good. If it's terrible, like, uh, I'll put it up in my Snapchat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that actually leads us into this week's podcast. Um, Manchester United won the last day of the season. Thank God. Um, we won 2-0 with a very youthful side. Uh, Ross, what you make of the game? Yeah, I thought it was... Well, it was different. Because yeah. those young people who were actually playing, they had that like hunger and that ambition that they wanted to make an impact. And I think a lot of the players this year from Man United have lacked that, especially in the second half of the season. They haven't really looked like they had that will to win. And these young fellas did. And... Is Harrop? Is that who his yeah, name is? Harrop, yeah. Yeah. When he took that ball on and took it into the box and he buried it. Yeah. And I'm not gonna lie, it, he looked like he was meant to be a Premier League player. He looks like he's meant to play for Man United. Yeah. He took he took a few touches. He's actually yeah. older than uh, Marshall supposedly as well. Is he? Yeah. And also Angel Gomez came on for Man U. He's related to Nanny, and he's the first player in the Premier League to be born in the 21st century. Oh yeah. First player. Yeah. Oh, he was born in 2000. Yeah. So what's it like? Sixteen, seventeen. Yeah, yeah. We put out. We actually put a post out as well. Just uh, a couple of people wrote us questions. Um, we'll get onto them once we actually finish off the review. So as we all know, Chelsea ran away with the league. 
um, like what what you make of the overall season itself? It was really it, it was almost as weird as Leicester last year winning the league. I think that's two years in a row, in my opinion. Now the league is sort of all over the shop. It doesn't really seem to have any direction. Um, I wouldn't say the world's best players are in the league, but it's still meant to be the most entertaining. Um, yeah, it was quite competitive. Um, maybe not the top, not maybe not with Chelsea, but like below that, it was a bit more competitive. Look, I think if City, United, or Chelsea, if one of them isn't playing Europe at all, they're going to do very strongly in the league. That's the thing. That's how it's almost lucky to not be in it. Isn't yeah, it? it really is. And Manchester United went the whole way to the Europa League final. I'm not surprised they finished up sixth. Liverpool had no European football, but their squad I wouldn't uh, consider as strong. City, look, they probably should have done better in all competitions. Uh, I know they're in the... Oh, no, sorry, they were not getting the semi-final of the FA Cups. So they're not even in the final lap. They're trophyless this year. Um, Arsenal, jeez, I hate to follow them. They're a roller coaster emotionally. And then, like, Chelsea, no Europe, FA Cup final, Premier League final. It's, I'm not really surprised when you think about it because the year before Leicester won the league, that squad basically won the league, didn't it? Yeah. Bar one or two additions. It was, um, well, like just looking at Chelsea, I actually, I, I'm actually sort of surprised they did so well. Um, but it actually sort of shows if you play a certain formation the best way possible, you're going to get the best outcome. Like even the way Leicester did the year before. I think United almost did it for a few years under Ferguson. Um, they probably didn't have the greatest players, but they had the, the system worked. The system. I think it all comes down to the system, really, doesn't it? And I think Conte. You know what? You know what? I actually saw it in the month start of the season. That Chelsea team adapted Conte's system faster and better than any of the other teams. With all the new managers coming in, you know, it took a while to get um, Marino's system. City took a while to get Guardiola's system. You know, that whole goalkeeper debacle Crisis, out of yeah. uh, Man City. But the Chelsea players really understood Conte and they like listened to him and you could see they adapted it straight away and I know we had a bit of trouble with uh, Diego Costa but look Costa was one of the top goal scorers in the league again this year a yeah. uh, bit of a quiet second half season but look they ran away with the league really. they did um, they, they actually became the first team in Premier League history to have over 30 wins in the season yeah, yeah, yeah. I saw they got the most points ever in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, but the thing is, like, as much as I said, I wasn't actually that. Like, I was surprised Chelsea actually won it. They, they, the year before they finished what eighth, tenth, mm. and the year before that they actually won the league. So a lot of them players were the previous winners of the Premier League. Yeah. Whereas, like, if you look at Spurs, they they seem to like bottle it under like so much pressure. Even Arsenal, um, I I think Liverpool did quite well, whereas they didn't have as much pressure. And then everyone's just expecting Mourinho to fix it at United and Guardiola to fix that Man City. And that works against their favour. Now, the whole thing is, when it comes back to United, this season will be an absolute, like, just terrible if we don't win the Europa League final. And I think if we actually win it, it turns out pretty well. Like, the outcome is greater than, like, the league outcome. Like, you know what I mean? The yeah. way back in the Champions League um, can actually afford and get the big players that want to play in the Champions League. In my opinion, when it comes to Manchester United for this year, getting Jose Mourinho in has brought back a very hungry and winning mentality to Manchester United. Under Van Gaal and under Moyes, that didn't exist. This year, Manchester United could potentially win three of five competitions they entered. And it's been deemed an unsuccessful season and the fans aren't happy. Under Van Gaal, if that happened, there'd be standing ovations in the stadium. So it goes to show... 
when someone of Jose Mourinho's prestige comes to your club, you expect a lot more. And at the end of the day, winning the Europa League is far superior than finishing fourth place, in my opinion. Yeah. Well, like, winning it, yes, but coming runner-up is just a pure waste of time, isn't it? It is, yeah. No, I have to agree with that. And then they'll be in again next year. So, I'm not, like, I'm hopeful that they'll do well on Wednesday. But at the end of the day, it's a game of 90 minutes of football. And anything can happen. I just felt like you know they like lacked in a load of games to like finish teams off. Like when you have the likes of Zlatan up front, you have like Martial, you have Rashford. Um, like bear in mind, Martial and Rashford have like zero experience. Uh, but like I just thought they were going to be more clinical. I thought they were going to finish games off more. Do you know what, did you actually notice I didn't? I forgot to mention Rooney. Yeah. Like uh, that uh, Rooney is the definition of of a declined footballer from like. Human machine to uh, like the, uh, you'd be lucky to even get a game get, like be on the bench for the Europa League final, right? So Barry, might as well t- like talk about United, right? They're in sixth. Who stood yeah. who stood out for you this year, and who let you down this year? Stood out for me. Um, well, obviously, Ander Herrera won Player of the Year, but I wouldn't even say he would have been our top five best players, like name recognition wise. Also, uh, Tony Valencia was very good, and I thought Bailey was actually very good this season. Also, De Gea, Zlatan. Jeez, you're going to say everyone's good in them. They didn't really? Get <laughs> yeah, I know, yeah. But like, it, it, the, the amount of injuries and the, the the way that we never actually kept the, stay, the same starting eleven week in, week out, definitely is a burden on your side. Look at Leicester, how it worked for they They won the league. Look at Chelsea this year. It just, the, the flow never got going. And once we did, then certain stages, we were just drawing consistently. I'm just not picking up the points, and that's just infuriating when you see these players play. Like the amount of pressure that was on Pogba this year was just uh, ridiculous. And I actually don't think he was that bad. No, he didn't perform to like a hundred million, a uh, hundred million performance, but he definitely was worth fifty million. Like he was better than Stones, who was fifty million, better than uh, Sterling, who was fifty million. You know what I mean? So I mean, overall, can you read like how how can you put so much pressure on a twenty three year old coming in to try and fix midfield? that was basically didn't exist for the last couple of years. I think football's got to the stage now where the money doesn't really matter. It doesn't really matter how much you pay for a player anymore because once you have them, they're yours. Yeah. And yeah. it's like fairly irrelevant to a team Manchester United's um, financial standpoint. Like, yeah, if Burnley were maybe paying £100 million for someone, that would probably come out a lot out of the fans' pocket. But I don't think it comes too much more out of the fans' pocket a big deal like that. Sure, look at the big Adidas contract they had, and like obviously Pogba is Adidas, so that's coming into play. They're saying James Rodriguez deal is going to be made done, and like Adidas are going to pay some of that apparently. And actually, I didn't say this before, but Antoine Griezmann did an interview on French TV there um, during the week, and he was directly asked by Manchester United and he said, what are the chances of you joining Manchester United next next season? And he said, it will be decided in the next two weeks. And then he asked him out of 10, what were the chances? And he said, six out of 10. And for a player to say, there's a higher chance of him signing for a team than less chance of a team, that's probably really to get at an eight or nine. Like yeah. that, that sounds like all that's left to agree is the finances between the two clubs. Yeah, well also the fact that he's going to make some Pogba I think yeah. Pogba's going to be a big draw to the club no matter what. Because like, if it was only Zlatan there, really only Zlatan, you're not going to come to United for Bailey. Yeah. Like, and he's 35. You're almost coming into a team and he's probably going to leave. Whereas like Pogba's going to be there guaranteed for another five years. 
So if you go, you know a player of that stature is going to be there supporting everything you do. And yeah. they already worked together for France. Do you, think, finals. do you think Griezmann's um, transfer might actually be pending on whether Manchester United win the Europa League as well? So the Champions yeah, League I, football's on the table. Yeah, I, t- I think obviously he's going to have to look into that. Like, I mean, like first of all, he has no loyalty to United. So why would he have to go there when they yeah. an opportunity of maybe even going to Chelsea? Uh, there was actually talk of Real Madrid possibly. Um, like if you have them other better options, like if you went to Madrid, you wouldn't have to move house. So it's really... The ball is definitely in his court. He's going to be yeah. getting offered a huge amount of money, yeah. even more so if you don't put him on him as well. I wouldn't be surprised. I actually wouldn't be surprised because like, they, they haven't they haven't splashed big cash in a while. I don't think like not. They never not, really do, did they? Not not like sixty plus. And look, he's going to be yeah. a ninety odd million pound yeah. player as well. Also, Atletico Madrid are moving their stadium as well, and. Oh, I think they they might decline for a yeah, few years because that, like that's what I was the players are going to leave. Simeone might leave. Everyone's sort of more rumoured to leave than people going to yeah, Atletico yeah, this summer. Definitely, yeah. The, the, oh no, Lacazette's going to Atletico Madrid. Oh yeah? Yeah, well that, probably the Griezmann yeah, replacement. They actually, they actually have a ban, but supposedly that's, that's going to be lifted by the time he goes. But like, we've seen how West Ham have massively declined moving stadium. Mm. Uh, Spurs in the Champions League, and they're actually playing in Wembley all next season. So I don't think that's going to work well for them either. Uh, looking at Arsenal, like they haven't been the same club since moving to the Emirates. It's going to be a different atmosphere. It's going to just not be the same. All right, Barry. Well, what's your hot take on Manchester United? How are they going to finish up next year? Uh, good question. It, look, the basis is almost basically there. Like, if the gayest stays... I think a bit massive card to play will be the Champions League card. Mourinho will be like, the Gea, see, let's see how you do another season. So it'll be like, if the Gea is there, if Bailey's there, Pogba's there, if Zlatan's there or not, maybe who else can come in? Rashford. Like you have a you have a very young spine there and a lot of talent. So look, once you get like Mourinho's been known for the Chelsea, the the, the Czech to Terry to Lampard to Drogba, um, like he, every team he's been successful with has had a very solid spine. He, he built the Chelsea house that exists at the moment. Yeah, that's his that's his club. I saw there uh, Hazard's won three leagues, two of them were Mourinho. Yeah, um, three. That's Personally, my take on United is I'm actually quite excited for next year. I think there'll be decent money spent in the summer transfer window. I think there'll be five or six new players in. Yeah. Um, hopefully, win the Europa League. Then that will involve Champions League football. So, in my opinion, they'll end up being a Champions League squad, and which will also be the Premier League squad. And then, hopefully, in the Cups, we can see those young players like Harrop and That's the thing. Gomez actually get a game. I yeah. want to see those players come through. Champions League football should just be at Old Trafford, no matter yeah. what. You know what I mean? Like, 100%. Yeah, the club's I'll, too big not to be playing Champions League. It's it, it's actually a joke for them. That's like yeah. Real Madrid or Barcelona not being in Champions League. Also today it was confirmed that Man U are playing Sampdoria in the Aviva Stadium here in Ireland on August the 2nd. So uh, We'll sure, be at that game. We will definitely be there. Yeah, Hopefully on the bench for Sampdoria. Yeah. Um, right, so might as well move up one spot on the table. Arsenal. <laughs> All that was talked about with Arsenal this year was Wenger in, Wenger out. Barry... Answer the question: Will Wenger be managing the, um, Arsenal come August twenty seventeen? Um, the thing is, at the end of the game there against Everton, Arsene Wenger didn't do a lap of honor with the team, and a lot of people, if you watch fa- Arsenal fan cam or not, um, they were they were they were not happy. They were not impressed. Um, the sign of that, I think he's almost going to be too strict and stay. Uh, he's earning like eight million pounds a year. And he's the third highest paid manager in in football, 
So why would you want to le really leave? You've been there so long. You, you, you obviously has like an English passport now. Why would you want to leave? And where would you even go? Because no better team than Arsenal are going to take you on, really. Um, personally, I think he's going to stay. Um, if I, if I have to be honest about it, I don't really see Arsenal getting the manager in better than him. And I feel like he wants to stay in management. Like he's old enough he could retire. Yeah. But I think he wants to stay in management. And I think Arsenal fans are going to have to put up with him for probably two more years. Um, I think so, yeah. It's just, it's just all the signs sort of point to that. I feel like if he left, he would have said he was leaving. I think That's the thing, yeah. The final of the FA Cup is going to really tell it all, isn't it? That's it, yeah. I know, I wouldn't really fancy him either. And if they lose, I can see that the likes of maybe Sanchez leaving, Ozil definitely. Uh, like, for instance, even... Although, I, I do, as much as I could see Ozil leaving, he's like a luxury 50, oh, 60 million pound player. Definitely. And, like, he doesn't show up sometimes. So, who's going to pay 50, 60 million pounds for Ozil? I, I don't know. I can't, I, can't, I, can't, I can't actually see... So, he might be, they might be stuck with him. Unfortunately for him, yeah. yeah. Although, you never know. He might try and get a China move or... You know I mean? Yeah, who knows? I don't know what his like. It's hard to know what his sort of personality yeah. is like either. Yeah. But very look, true. Look, at the end of the day, Barry, I asked you. I asked you with Man United, who stood out for Arsenal this year? Okay, well, definitely Sanchez. He was one of the top goal scorers in the league. Very good. He he just doesn't seem to be happy with who he's playing around, and um, now I suppose they're linked. They're meant to be getting the top goal scorer in Belgium. Um, do you even know his name is no because I don't either yeah exactly yeah uh, like people like Giroud there's no, there's no like world class players he's around and he's been like he had the luxury of playing with Messi with uh, with Neymar when he was on the pitch yeah. with Neymar like Pedro like Fabregas Iniesta Xavi and you'd be you'd he's be, playing with Champions League winners yeah uh, Champions League winners and he's playing with what FA Cup pointless it's, it's a bit of a difference yeah um, and, there, and there's no there's no world class players in the Arsenal team really no no for me Obviously Sanchez. I thought Koscielny was actually quite good this year. Bar, like, we saw what happened to, uh, he's against a, Munich. He's out of the Champions League, uh, sorry, the yeah, FA Cup final now. Got sent off last game of the season. Well done. That, was, yeah. look, that wasn't impressive. Then, yeah, but, like, Gabriel I, injured, they're so. a totally different team with Koscielny than they are without him. He's the focal point of their, uh, their defence. Tell, tell us the stats against Bayern. Koscielny uh, with, or Arsenal with Koscielny against Bayern Munich, won all. Arsenal without Koscielny 8-1 to Bayern maybe even 9-1 I think yeah 9-1 <laughs> so there you have it yeah it was 10-1 argument 1-0 with Koscielny 9-1 or without him so it gives it tells you sort of everything about the game isn't it yeah isn't it funny how people would say that uh, United season's been crap but Arsenal Wenger's getting even more stick finished a league uh, sorry a, pos a position above United and there's no like Mourinho out no and there's like Wenger like getting torched. Yeah, but in fairness, Arsenal haven't won a trophy in a while, and Wenger's won or Mourinho's won two already. So well, I they think won, when they won you won FA Cup like twice yeah. in a row, didn't they? Yeah, no. When you put the silverware in the trophy cabinet, it's it's a lot harder to get kicked out of your job. I know. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah, but like people run down the League Cup, but if you actually win it, I mean, there's something. Yeah. And we won the charity shield. We did. Look, you <laughs> have to be in that to win it. I know we won't be defending it next year anyway. Although I almost think that's a pity, isn't it? That like you can win it one year and not be able to defend it. Yeah, I'm sure Zlatan would have something to say. Yeah, so that's that. Um, We're moving on to fourth then. Yeah, fourth spot. Um, Liverpool. All their fans are absolutely... It is, it's not City, is it? It is City, yeah. Oh, it's City. My bad. <laughs> it doesn't matter. Third and fourth, same same difference really, isn't it? Bar, what, a qualifying spot? Yeah, I thought fourth get a qualifying spot. Yeah. Pep Guardiola, trophyless for the year. 
Um, I was actually, I'm actually very surprised over that. Um, I actually thought Man City played some of the best football. But they blew hot and cold, didn't they? That's the thing. Um, it was just really the defence. Like, uh, going forward, they have the players. They now have, like, probably the best young talent in the world in Gabriel Jesus or whatever. Question for you. If he didn't get injured, do you think Sydney could have managed a uh, challenge for the title? Because they look frightening when he's on the pitch. Sorry, fourth was actually Liverpool. Oh, was it? Yeah. Ah, oh, sure, it is what it is. We're talking about City now. We'll move back <laughs> Come on. Come on to City. Show. Yeah. We'll edit this out, but not really. Um, yeah, I think I think uh, Aguero's actually scored the most goals he's ever scored for City in a season. Uh, I think it was because he had that competition with a striker who was actually that good. I don't, Aguero's never really been pushed by a striker who was, who was actually that good and puts it together. Like, yes, he played with Balotelli, never really put it together. Zeko never really put it together. Like, who else could you say? Exactly. Adebayor. Yeah, well, he was a goal machine, wasn't he? But, yeah. uh, no, realistically, their defence is just all over the place and then he sorted out. Their best centre-back company can't really put a few games together. But at the, coming to the end of the season, he when he was in the side, they actually looked at, like a whole different team. And did you notice Stones wasn't playing in that position alongside him? Which you would have thought would probably be the greatest thing for them. Yeah, well, obviously, buying Stones, they want to tr- like have company, you know, show him how it's done and then like yeah. sort of nurture him. Basically, yeah, but that's what I would have thought they'd do, and they obviously didn't. They, do they, it. they obviously favored Otamendi and thought he was more so, you know, mature and he'd been playing bigger games in his career. And they sort of thought maybe he was the better option. But their defense is generally quite old, and Zabaleta's retired now. I think he was, was he club captain before, he retired? yeah, yeah, he was yeah, nine was, years, yeah. And well, then, when, when company wasn't playing, yeah, he was, and yeah. like Clichy's not the same defender he was anymore. No. Sanya's like. Who? Exactly. Yeah. He'll probably left or right back wherever they let him on the pitch. Yeah. And they don't really have any young defenders coming through either, so they're probably going to buy a lot there in the summer, aren't they? Yeah. They're definitely going to invest there. Like they're going to need. They need a goalkeeper as well. I wouldn't be surprised if Joe Hart came back and did a preseason, see how how he gets on, because yeah. uh, Cla- Claudio Bravo was terrible. But they're beautiful and free flowing in attack. Yeah. Once they get going. But they're, they're, they're sort of missing something in midfield as well. Like, uh, Yaya Torre is nearly a year older. He was you think if Gundogan stayed fifth for the season, it'd be a difference? Or Gundogan, or yeah. whatever you say. Yeah, but the thing is, I don't I don't think he's ever going to get a proper run. He's had, like, some serious le- operations done in his legs. This season just adds to it. Uh, usually when a player has that, that many injuries to their legs, they're, they're never the same player. And uh, I, I don't think Guardiola can now rely on him to be one of his main midfielders. Who, who, who did you look at City's potential summer signing in the season? I'm not saying who you, they have to sign. I'm saying what sort of type of player are they looking at to, you know, sure them up at the back and yeah. maybe that missing gap in midfield? Yeah, it is the, the first thing they are definitely looking for is a defender because if you're going to invest all this money again, it has to be in defence because up front they are sort of sorted once they get a bit going. You know what I mean? Mm. So uh, definitely centre-back. I, I, I actually wouldn't be surprised if Pep Guardiola tried to Turn it into a back three, yeah. Same way, sort of Chelsea do it, and make like company the center of it all. So then he wouldn't have to really move as much and give him a Ledley King job. Yeah, like that would probably be the smartest thing they could do because he's their best defender. And, and if they let him go, then they there's no confidence at the back. There's no guidance, leadership, and like Stones doesn't have that. He like he'd be lucky to get into an English squad now at the moment for how badly he's playing. After you say move to a back three, it actually makes a lot of sense considering. They have more centre halves than they do wing backs that are capable of playing. Yeah. Kolarov played a bit of centre half this year, and like I don't really rate him either. So I wouldn't be surprised if they did that and then bought like a sort of 
the equivalent of a Marcus Alonso and the equivalent of an Antonio Valencia to play on either flank. Yeah. I think that is probably a more viable option and it'll probably suit their squad maybe a bit better to play that sort of Chelsea formation. Two midfielders. Don't be surprised. And sure. then what? Didn't, didn't, didn't they sort of do it at the beginning of the season but mm. it was a bit all over the place. And then sort of three up top you have Aguero, probably Sané and Jesus. Yeah. And De Bruyne, De Bruyne. De Bruyne probably playing midfield with whoever the other option is. They, they, Their biggest problem is actually putting it all together. Like they have yeah. the ingredients. That's very similar to United though. Yeah. Well like... Uh, I'd say that they the City have more ingredients now. Yes, yeah, yeah. City definitely have more. Yeah, and they have way more pace, and it, it they've got the perfect mix of like age as well. You mm. know, you know they are very very young or quite old. Yeah, no, one hundred percent. So Barry, what's the hot take on City? Where does City finish up next year? Do they bring on any silverware? I think I definitely think they'll they'll get in the top three again. Um, Question: Well, if they, if they return not again, well, if they return the at the end of next season with no silverware, does Pep Guardiola get sacked? No, I don't think so. I don't think so. Uh, if they come first, second, he'll def- well. If they come second or third, they, he'll be kept on again. Like because uh, there's so much money involved. Like who who are they meant to replace Guardiola with? Who's supposedly the best manager in the world? There's no one really there. What Arsene Wenger? How are you doing? Who knows? Well, it's, it's, in fairness, it's a bit of a hard question to answer. In fairness to you, because who knows who's going to be available come a year's time as well. So that's the thing. It all, yeah, like, it all comes. Ancelotti might be like say he's done with Bayern and be available. That sort of thing. But look, Pep felt the pressure this year. Yeah, yeah. and it showed. And he didn't win every game. And he was used to winning every game. Well, ninety-five percent of games. And I, I was very surprised with that. Yeah, I, I I thought City were the team to beat this year. So did I. So did I. And obviously. It showed they weren't, and showed they can be vulnerable at times, which yeah. is was a bit surprising to me. I thought they were the total packages here, but obviously not. It's just definitely a defense. But once they got, once they sort of got going, very hard to stop. Very hard mm. to keep out of the goals. Moving on. Moving on to third place. No fourth place. No fourth place. Sorry, moving back to fourth place. <laughs> on from third place, <laughs> Liverpool. In my opinion, the team that could probably be one of the teams that could be. More happy with their season yeah. than not. Yeah. Um. They achieved top four. That was probably one of the goals at the start of the season. Definitely. Yeah. Um. I felt like they, their players. They all sort of peaked at the right time. Like sometimes when Yaldum was the main man, sometimes Coutinho, sometimes Firmino, sometimes Lana. They shared the load a lot. Liverpool, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, the, the biggest problem for them was when Mane actually went to the African Cup of Nations. Sorry, I forgot Mane yeah, as well. Yeah, and they didn't, and then they didn't win anything while he was away. And when they came back, they just kept. You see, the thing is, once they get two goals, they're sort of catching the third, the fourth. You know what I mean? Whereas, like, you know, they really lacked that this year. Um, I think Liverpool were doing quite well. Would not, not really. I don't think they have really got a great squad. Um, no. I think they have about five good attacking midfielders who are, who threaten goals all the time. Yeah, and but like. I, I sort of look at if you're Man City who would you take off Liverpool and like it, it'd be very hard to say who you take from Liverpool put in Man City and that would improve Man City if that makes sense uh, uh, well realistically their best player you'd say is Coutinho yeah. um, is very good as well but they're sort of like I being honest I think it's sort of like because they weren't in Europe that definitely helped also the fact yeah. that Klopp has been there for a, c- a certain amount of time to get the rhythm going yeah and uh, I sort of see Liverpool as sort of like remember when Charlie Adam played for Blackpool and he was like yeah. the big dog in a, in a small well big fish in a small pond. I see like I don't think any Liverpool player who leaves Liverpool will be the main player for any other team above them. 
Yeah, I think I that may be harsh that. to say, but it, like if you look at their players, which players are really world class. Coutinho can push it, um, Mane can push it, but I don't think Mane yeah. would be the main man at Arsenal. Uh, he wouldn't be the main man at Spurs. Wouldn't be the main man at City. Wouldn't be the main man at United. Wouldn't be the main man at Chelsea either. Yeah. Um, yeah. No, I think they have a good team bond at Liverpool. Yeah. Like they it's do sort of play like a Leicester a cohesive effect. unit. Yeah, it's sort of like the Leicester effect. Mm. They're sort of like there's no. Main star at Liverpool, like you yeah. know, that's the thing. Although in saying that, it's probably quite good for them. Yeah, there's talk about Coutinho moving to Spain, moving to like a Real Madrid or Barcelona. Yeah, like I don't, I don't think he'd fit particularly well into a Barcelona no. side. Um, maybe a Real Madrid side, but I don't know whether he'd start every week. And then, can you see them missing uh, selling on many players? Not really. That's what I was just yeah. about to say. I think they're going to keep a lot of their squad. So maybe they, I could see them selling on like. Uh, Clavin is that what the name of centre half is? Yeah, yeah. Those sort of players who didn't don't cut it. They yeah. don't cut it, and they, that's the thing. Yeah. They can improve. So I can see Liverpool doing well again next year. I can see them, you know, keeping that top four spot. Um, it will be tough for them with Champions League football, but at the end of the day, Anfield's not a nice place to go to. Yeah. They play the worst great thing, football. The worst thing they could ever do. Goals. The worst thing they could ever do is leave that stadium. Yeah. Oh, that that would be the end of it. One hundred and twenty percent. Were they not trying to expand it? I think they might be but like at the end of the day what what, what can they fit in there 40 odd thousand 50 thousand yeah. at the end of the day if they can get as high as 60 thousand like that's more than enough they, like they can't leave there that is their home they're going to be seriously tested next season because their squad is, is very thin and yeah. they're going to be playing in Europe so well that's if they that's if they qualify now you know so where do you see improvements for Liverpool Um, the thing is if you look at Daniel Sturridge he, he is good. Is he going to stay or go, though? I I don't think any team's going to try and buy him. So he's going to have to try and leave himself. It's just... It's the whole thing with it. If you're spending a massive amount of money... If if Daniel Sturridge never got injured, he'd be worth £40 million at least. But the thing is, he keeps getting injured. You can't rely on him. If you're, It's sort of like if your star striker does not start, then you're going to be in serious trouble. And they've shared the load around. But bear in mind, Liverpool were only playing one game a week. Where, and they weren't travelling to Rostov the way United were or like like Man yeah. City playing these hard games. Yeah, they weren't playing Monaco and they weren't playing... Oh, no, I know Monaco's not a mile away but you're getting yeah. on a plane and yeah, you're, you're, you're leaving the country yeah. and you're eating foreign food. Yeah, and, and you, have, you have six days to prepare for another game. Where yeah. like now now it's really going to get... It's really gonna, this is going to be Klopp's biggest, like the hardest time he's ever going to be with Liverpool. Uh, and they really need about five... Champions League standard footballers as well and I can't see them really getting five major people because a lot of the foreign people don't really want to move to Liverpool yeah Manchester have the same problem yeah with Manchester clubs but I don't know I think they have I think Manchester is slightly more attractive than Liverpool just just about just judging by the players yeah. who go there yeah and um, also they draw more money as well yeah Um. so when you look at Liverpool for next year Barry where do you see them having to bring players in? And, like, how do you see the end of the season next season for Liverpool? Um, I think Klopp's going to have to try and work his magic, like, calling in a few fairs for some German players. Uh, he's going to have to be very shrewd. I, I don't know, like, I really don't know how they can overly improve. But they're going to have to get very hungry players. I, I wouldn't be surprised to see Jamie Vardy go to Liverpool as well. Or, that'd be great. Or even, or even a Mares. Maybe if Coutinho left, I don't think Mara's really played up to standard this year. But I think I think someone like Vardy up front for Liverpool would be brilliant. 
because uh, he's like he's a bit of, he's like the English Suarez. You know what I mean? <laughs> like so, because he wears the wristband. Just, the, just, just the way he hunts everything down. He's hungry. He's like a dog at your ankles all the time. Uh, I think he would suit their style of play as well. Yeah, because it's fast. And yeah. If I had to buy one for, person for Liverpool, it would be Jamie Vardy. Definitely. Perfect. Um, yeah. Right. So moving on to second place, Tottenham Hotspur, Adelaide again challenged all all the way up to maybe like the thirty second game in the league. In the league, they looked like they were decent, and then it all fell apart. It was what a one 0 loss to West Ham that threw it all away. I just can't believe Spurs have that much talent can like put it all together play some of the like the like the closest thing to Barcelona football in the Premier League and then just fall short again even though they have the top goal scorer in the league they've some of the most creative footballers in the league the better like the best defence in the league they only lost four times this year like the least amount of times of anyone in the league and they conceded the least amount of goals as well yeah and they just and they just couldn't win the league it, it really shows that like you need Winners in your team who have won to win the league. Yeah, I thought Spurs were possibly the most impressive and most improved team this year. Uh, I know they finished what third last year; they were second for most of, but they look like they believe they can win the league now with the players they have. I yeah. know it fell apart at the end, but like Deli Ali was incredible this year. He could win Player of the Year if you really wanted to give it to him. Uh, Harry Kane showed that you know he's one of the best strikers in the league. Yeah. He's consistently scoring over twenty goals every year. Uh, Christian Eriksen, you know, is dead balls and just as a player, just great vision. Yeah, Son, like you know, when they needed him, he really stood up and Sean. Not and, that that right. Yeah, and then like even players like Eric Dyer, Dembele, um. That, that, just, Yama, like, that just shows their all... formation. Their formation mm. is intact and they they can swap a player in and out. Unfortunately, their, their subs aren't good enough. Like, Janssen no. didn't impress. Uh, he didn't score a goal. Well, solid. Uh, <laughs> Sissoko. <laughs> your like, your sub striker doesn't score a goal all year. Like, he, like he's for the chop. Yeah, I know. He's um, Brown yeah. bread. Yeah, they had a great defence as well. Yeah, Very good goalkeeper. Alderweireld, Vertonghen, yeah. Rose and Walker were just, like, for the first 30 games they were incredible all yeah. season I know like it seems like Walker had a fallout with Pochettino he, he started losing his place Trippier started playing but at the end of the day Pochettino has that team playing beautiful football yeah I, I, I actually think that's the first he can take them you know that because I don't yeah. know I don't know what player could go in to make the team that much better yeah, unless you like get a Messi or a Ronaldo or a Bale um, that's where I sort of agree with you I, I think that Spurs team is the best team they can have yeah. for a Tottenham Hotspur yeah. I feel like if you put a better player in there I don't think that improves the team if that makes sense like Hugo Lloris incredible goalkeeper Walker and Rose are the England fullbacks and they're probably the best fullback combination in the league Alderweireld and Vertonghen are the Be- Belgian centre halves and they're absolutely incredible Wanyama's an absolute brick in midfield and like Dyer's Dyer's incredible Dembele's the unsung hero in the team in my opinion and then you have what Deli Ali, Son, Eriksen, Kane. Like, it's weirdly potentially the best actual team in the Premier League. Yeah. Uh, Great, uh, is definitely team. on the side as well. And but like, they're in this weird scenario where I can't see them win the Premier League. I can't see them doing well in the Champions League. Yet, I, I don't know where the negative points are in them. I, I think it's gone as far as it can go. There's it deserves to reach maximum potential. Barb, maybe yeah. Daddy, Daddy Ali and Kane, I think, are the players who can improve and push on. But 
they're probably going to have to go elsewhere, aren't they? Yeah, do you know what I actually feel like it's going to happen? They're going to move to the new stadium next year. Well, they're going to, sorry, they're going to move to Wembley, be playing all their games there. Uh, they're not going to perform Which didn't as go well, well for them this yeah. year. Yeah, I'd be, I'd be worried if I was them. They're going to go there. They're not going to play as well as they are, they did this year. And next year, they're going to be looking at it. Being, and some players are going to get the itch to move. Don't be surprised if Man City trying to get Deli Alley. Don't be surprised if United trying to get Harry Kane. It's just... It's just the way it happens. If you can't improve, like like look at Mares. Mares wanted to leave, stay an extra season. Sometimes like staying that extra season actually ruins it. Like for instance, Payet, who's now gone back to Marseille. Just certain players are like if you if you can't bring it that extra preferred, or you may as well try another uh, another route to inspire yourself to kick your career on again and again and again. Not only that, Barry, but. Who knows whether Pochettino will be there? Like that Barcelona job is coming available at the end of the year. Enrique seems to be like he's stepping down from Barcelona. I don't think he's rescinded that, has he? No. So like Pochettino could easily be the next Barcelona manager. Yeah. The, like, the only thing is he he played for Espanyol and there's meant to be like that rivalry. I thought he just made that up as in like because like that seems like yeah. But who knows if the, yeah, if the money yeah, comes calling yeah. to manage Messi? Like, I mean, yeah, but for, and me, he's that's, for me that's like a pathetic reason not to manage Barcelona. I know, yeah. like in terms of rivalries, like. One team has to be good, and the other team. In terms has to of lo- in terms of loyalty, yeah, you know what I mean, where, where, since when does loyalty really matter? That'd be like, be like, oh man, I couldn't imagine Manchester United because I used to play for Huddersfield. It's like, all right, it's like, yeah, I get it, but not really. No, yeah, so I, I don't buy that for a second. Um, look, moving on to the El Champions. Yeah, Chelsea, what a team, what a season! I can't believe they actually broke the record points tally. It just feels like they didn't like. More points than the Invincibles, more points than when Mourinho won the league with Chelsea. Yeah, and there's just something about Conte and that team that they were just head and shoulders above the rest in terms of getting the results. Yeah, they always got the result. Great formation, fantastic squad for a Premier League squad, like without having played any European football. Like, and you know what? They have people like Victor Moses who like really, you know. Reel off the other players and like really push on, step up their game. But uh, you know, Marcus Alonso, I think you were a bit wary of him when started seeing you, you didn't know yeah. how good he was, but he's easy one of the better defenders in the league this year. Yeah, Fabregas off the bench was incredible. Madish and Kante, what more can be said about them? And then like Eden Hazard was world class again this year. Yeah, I, I, I just felt like they, they had all the players at the right time, right age as yeah. well. Like they, they were sort of like a group of men. Whereas if you look at Spurs, it's like a group of boys. Um, yeah. Certain players like did really shine. It was just at the beginning they had a great start. They, like they kept getting the the last minute winners and they kept winning at the beginning, and that that really set the tone. And once they got that bit far ahead of everyone else, then you're then you're chasing the whole time. And also bear in mind they weren't in the Champions League, which yeah. also helps a lot. Um, remember Costa had the controversy of like wanting to move in January, didn't get the move, stayed there. But Diego Costa is one of those players who's like. When he plays grumpy, when he's grumpy and unhappy, he almost plays better. Yeah, he's, he's he's just one of those players. He's got that bit of bite in him, and look, he, he scored another twenty odd goals this year again. Yeah, he's very good. He's very good at winding up people. Like it's yeah. one of them things where like you don't you like you hate the way he's against your team, but if he was yeah. for your team, you'd have him on the back of your jersey. It was it it was it's almost a bit reminiscent of a Drogba type player, isn't it? Oh no, like exactly, yeah. the exact type. Like there was something about Drogba that. 
for ages I was looking at him and go he's not that good he's not that good he's not that good. and then like he just keeps on yeah, just scoring going, those yeah. 20 goals a season and like he's just like he's actually class yeah. really see if you hate a footballer yeah. he probably is that good yeah because <laughs> if he was actually shit you wouldn't you wouldn't say anything yeah look Barry Chelsea incredible this year can they repeat the success next year um, I also feel like they're a bit thin as well in the squad department um I'd be surprised if Willian stayed. He didn't get as many games as he would have liked. The Co- uh, now Diego Costa has now won the league. Will he want to move? Potentially so, because like if the Griezmann leaves, Atletico Madrid are going to have some money to spend, and mm. he wants to go back to Spain. Obviously, because he's from there. Well, he's actually from Brazil, but let's not get into that. Um, John Terry's now left. By the way, let, let's bring this up. Right, the twenty-six minute, everyone stopped the stopped the match, and they like clapped off John Terry off the pitch. In my opinion, I just think that's stupid. Why, like, why wouldn't he have played most of the game until like the 80th minute and then got brought off? Like, you know what I mean? Like, for for the for the way he's do- like conducted himself with the club is for him to play 26 minutes is a bit of a shambles. Yeah, 26 minutes. Like, what happens? Ian Wright said, "What if he was number eight? Like, yeah, coming <laughs> off after eight minutes, they should he should have just played the majority of the game and then came off." Yeah. So twenty six minutes thing, you know what I mean? Yeah, I, I think I think that's very pathetic. Yeah. And it doesn't really stand to who John Terry was as a player either. No, it was just a bit silly, like to be like, honest with you. Yeah, no, I, I wouldn't agree with that at all. I thought I actually didn't see that live, and then when I saw it afterwards, I was like, "What are they doing?" Yeah. Obviously, they're playing against Sunderland, who are a weak side, and it was last game of the season. Like it was a throwaway game, but that's not the way I think it should have went down. Like play John Terry for the full game. I would rather see him come on after 26 minutes as opposed to go off after 26 Joe, minutes. That's actually a better idea, yeah. Well, sure, look, I don't know. It, yeah. was his, it was his send-off, so they did it whatever way they want. Yeah, he, I'm sure he got the choice. Um, well, that's sort of, that's sort of it then. But mm. uh, we got a few messages on our Instagram just saying, um, one from Sean Kerry here. By the way, Sean, if you're listening, good man on the new job, LMFM. Uh, he says, make a prediction for the top six in order next season. Do you want to go first? Okay. If I'm going to go first, um, which is going to be painful for me to say, I'm going to go Man City first. I think if they're playing Champions League football, their squad is the best and I think they'll buy well. Uh, second place, I think will be Manchester United. Um, I think with the players they're rumoured to bring in, Griezmann, James, Rodriguez, etc. Uh, I think they won't stop their spend. I think they'll do well again. Then I'm going to look at Chelsea. I think Chelsea will be there. And then I'm going to say Spurs. I think they'll probably knock their Champions League early again. And they'll their squad's good enough. I know they'll be playing at Wembley and that'll be awkward. But I think their squad's good enough. Then I'm going to say Liverpool. I'm going to say Arsenal. I can't see Arsenal buying well in the summer. And I think they're going to struggle. And I think they're going to finish sixth. And they might even be chased by Everton. What about yourself, Barry? Um, I sort of agree, but I go for yeah, City first, uh, United second. That this is all bearing in mind with transfers and stuff, yeah. so you have to make a pre prediction. So City first, United second. Uh, I'll actually go Spurs third because I think they'll hang on to most of their players. Uh, Chelsea fourth, then I think Liverpool fifth, and I think Arsenal are going to really struggle. So I'll go for Arsenal sixth. Yeah, I'd have to like very similar predictions. It's all going down to transfers and I think the Manchester sides have the most money in the bank to be spending the, that, I feel like Chelsea have, gone, have, have eased off on spending a bit recently well they're going to have to invest now aren't they Yeah, I'm sure they'll get the cash uh, also the Alpha podcast wrote into us as well if you haven't checked them out they're pretty good uh, which team do you think improved the most from last season and also who would be your choice of player of the year um, 
is our most improved team. For me, right, this is my selection, but I just want to give a shout out to Hull. They started the season off, I know they got relegated, but they started the season <laughs> off with 13 players. And what they achieved to not finish dead last with like a record low points, in my opinion, was incredible. They showed great team spirit. And they beat United in the League Cup. Yeah. Obviously, the most improved team is probably Chelsea, but I'm not going to pick them. I'm going to say Bournemouth. Bournemouth, in my opinion, Eddie Howe gets a lot out of his team. I think in terms of squad, it's not a very good squad. A lot of their players won't be sought after in the summer. And for me, Josh King was an absolute standout for them. What's your take, Barry? Who was your most improved team? Uh, I'd actually have to say Spurs. I just thought that... I didn't think they could push on any further last than last year. And this year, they they were very good again. Demolishing teams, the way they played football. The teams almost knew they were going to lose. It was almost like the, the old school Man United effect. Um, yeah, so I'd have Undefeated to say Spurs. by Hart Lane as well. Yeah, very impressive. I just I, I think they've almost played so well that I don't know if they can keep it up. Um, what about player of the year? Roy go first? Yeah, you, go on, yeah. For me, it was the man who got the most man in the matches. The man who made the difference for me. Eden Hazard, Eden Hazard, I think, he was head and shoulders in attacking force above the rest for Chelsea this year. And I think, in my opinion, he was the one who led them to the charge for the Premier League. What about yourself? Good choice. Good choice. Um, I, I just... I think he's slightly un well not unsung, but I don't think he was actually properly in the recognition. But uh, Christian Eriksen was very good for Spurs this year, especially at home. Um, if I had to actually say anyone, he was he just impressed me a lot. I, I would have actually said there was a there was a very good shout for Mane if he had just actually been there for all the games. But I think Christian Eriksen just very creative. Easy, there's there's something about him. He's a bit like a, a Modric. But like a slightly more attacking Modric, and he's like it, some of his dead balls are brilliant, and uh, a shooting long range free kicks perfect. In fairness, we could easily re- reeled off that's know, it, five yeah. or ten yeah. more players. Like, how that could not, easily, yeah, easily yeah. doing it. How would you not mention Kante or yeah. Ibrahimovic for like the Gaia also being classes again? You know. Yeah, there's loads of players like for me players like Marks Alonso stood out. Uh, Fabregas coming off the bench was incredible all season. Some of the year. Yeah, David Luiz was great this year. Um, look. Alexis Sanchez for Arsenal was like single-handedly dragging them around. Yeah, that there was loads of great players. Harry Kane, top goal Harry scorer. Kane, top goal scorer. Lukaku for Everton. I don't know how someone can score twenty-five goals. Wayne team Rooney, seventh. Wayne Rooney for Man United. Yeah, um, scored, never seen, scored never, most goals for Man United. Never, 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 never seen someone uh, sit on the bench so well all year. Yeah, that uh, last group was pretty good actually. Probably. Yeah, uh, sure. Look, I, I for one can't wait for next season. I only think next season is going to be even more competitive than this season was, and hopefully. Next year, it'll be the race for the league title as, the race for, as opposed to the race for top four that everyone's looking at. Yeah. Hopefully, the standard just kicks on a bit more as well. Like yeah. There's real, there's more venom in the teams. Yeah, and, and I, I want to see the teams perform better in the Champions League, the English yeah. sides. Yeah, it makes it more interesting as well. And you know it better be yeah. in it as well. Yeah. So. So, do we have any more questions? Uh, that Those are the main ones that we got in. Okay. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Right, well, Barry... What about what about one or two summer signings? For uh, name me one summer signing you'd like to see each team make. Um, to 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 make the Premier League better, uh, I'd have to say for Man United, I'd like to see Griezmann come in. Then moving on to fifth, we Arsenal. Was, which is Arsenal. Arsenal really need a striker. So okay, and <laughs> then other, all, right, all names from for Arsenal. Yeah, go on. I'd like to see them. Really push the boat out and bring in like a Thomas Muller from Bayern Munich. 
spend 60 mob million get them to get them to the Emirates and see what can happen there yeah that's a possibility yeah. what about um, what fourth so Liverpool yeah they probably need to buy a striker as well yeah, who do I call out for them? Oh, Jamie Vardy, that'd be cool. Yeah. Uh, I'd actually like to see. I'd be interested to see them and him. Yeah. Okay. Um, City, oh god, they they need to buy a centre half. Maybe big money move in for Jared Piquet. He's played with him at Barcelona. Well, he he's, he's played for United, so yeah, true. Don't, don't be surprised if they go for like a Bonucci. Yeah, or, I wouldn't be surprised, or even Mascherano possibly. Who knows? Yeah. yeah, true. Actually, that's actually a good show as well, especially if they go through a back three. Yeah. Uh, what about Spurs? Uh, how can you improve there? I see. My biggest problem with Spurs, is I don't actually know which position, which of the eleven players they have is the weakest that you buy a player to replace. Maybe a son, maybe someone in that sort of position that they really go up market and go for. Unless you want to change the formation and play two up top, I, I think maybe that's their only option. But Lukaku possibly anyway. Yeah. Imagine that Lukaku front with uh, has a cane. Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah. Um. What about Chelsea? I think they're very similar to Spurs. Like their starting eleven is very good, and it's hard to decide. You know what? They probably need to buy. Both them probably need to buy two or three players just around the fringes, just to add yeah. depth. They might try to go for an Aubameyang or like yeah, or Lewandowski. They're gonna have to replace uh, Chelsea. Are gonna need a strike as well if they're gonna replace Costa. If he's gonna go, yeah, I feel he will go. Mm. So Barry, is there anything else we haven't discussed that we need to bring up? Uh, no, obviously. Europa League finals coming out on Wednesday United are playing Ajax obviously we'll be supporting United uh, also we'll be going over a, an actual United rundown podcast as well uh, we enjoy doing the, the league one it's just like yeah. sorry if we didn't come across your team but if you're coming sixth or uh, if you're coming lower than sixth what is there really to say um, also the FA Cup finals coming up as well yeah, um, for that? I'll just say, I can just see Chelsea being I'll just Chelsea winning 2-0 to be honest yeah. and then we're going to do another one coming up to the Champions League final as well Juventus and Real Madrid Ross is obviously going to pick Real Madrid because he's a Ronaldo fanboy and I'll be going for Juventus I just think they're, they're, think they're too strong so guys I think that is all we have for today yeah if you appreciate you listening yeah if you haven't subscribed make sure you hit the subscribe button if you don't follow us on Instagram you're you, missing out yeah you're missing <laughs> out yeah it's definitely the best place for us to interact yeah yeah and as always stay energized